Hello, and welcome to this episode of Sticky Note Marketing. I am your host, Mary Zarnucki, and I am so excited to introduce you to our special expert guest today. John Gallagher is here with us today. He's an accomplished executive coach, performance consultant, and trusted advisor to some of the world's most prestigious organizations. He's also the founder and CEO of Growing Champions Coaching and Consulting. And today we are going to be talking about a very important topic, which is what happens when you actually reach a goal, when you reach a level of success, how do you actually stay there instead of sliding back? So if that's been something that's been top of mind for you, this is the episode for you. So thank you for being here, John. So happy to have you here on Sticky Note Marketing. Mary, I appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Fantastic. Well, I know few people may be familiar with you that are listening now, but others may not know you. So tell us a little bit more about your evolution. How did you end up becoming the founder and CEO of Growing Champions? Sure. Well, Mary, thank you very much. I mean, I look at some of the methodology that I use, the Toyota production system, and some of the coaching methodology I use that was introduced to me by a mentor back 25 years ago. And I had the opportunity, as you said, to really consult as part of a larger organization for a long time, as well as work in operations and general management for manufacturing and real estate companies as well. But like many in COVID a few years back, when some changes occur and you get an opportunity to make a choice really to go out on your own and try something that you've really been thinking about. I mean, if I'd have gone back 10 years, I'd have never thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur and go forward through that. But I, but I really have enjoyed the, what I would call runway that I was given, maybe a little bit of a boot to get the chance to get started again. And so for the past three years, I've been doing coaching and consulting as an entrepreneur for mid-sized companies that are working really well, as well as some larger organizations. Amazing. Amazing. Now, I know we're going to be talking today about something that is top of mind for a lot of people, which is great. I did all this work. I put in all this effort to reach this goal, to achieve you know some level of success, some objective that they had for themselves. Now what? So when you're working with your clients, how does this look? Like wh- what are what are these executives kind of dealing with when they re- when they reach this kind of point? Well, I think it's it's really interesting cuz much like it might be on a on a diet where we go through a situation and lose 20 pounds and we get to where our goal is and we start to celebrate and we get right back to our old habits again, that's really the opportunity for organizations to look at their business performance or for individuals to look at their leadership development say you know, I've read three books, I participated in this webinar now to to grow. And then I go back to my daily job and I forget what I just did. And my performance, in essence, they're working their way up the hill as they improve, but they don't put the disciplines, they don't put the standard work in place or the habits they need to, to prevent them from going back downhill again. And that's something that's very important uh, to, again, to both leaderships and organizations. One of the things that I just spent time with a, a client this really this week really talking about that. They're going to go out there and make significant improvement to the flow inside of their factory. And one of the things we really harp on is what is going to be the way you're going to operate on a daily basis now? What are the habits and things you're going to do as a leader to make sure that those people you help to improve are going to stay there? Because if you don't, I'll come back in 30 days and it'll look exactly the same again. So it's helping clients to understand that the improvement itself, while that's a hard work, that's just the beginning of the journey. And it's those habits and disciplines as the wedge you need to put in place to ensure that your performance doesn't roll back downhill again. I I think that's so fascinating too. I mean, like you're saying with your client, that's going to be making these huge shifts. 
within any organization, there's also the human factor. You know, people come in and out of roles and maybe you have a certain team in place right now, but what happens in 12 months, 18 months when maybe that team shifts or those dynamics change? How do you how do you recommend people think about that? What kind of things do they need to have in place? Well, again, when when I think about it from a, a habit standpoint, part of the mindset that's there. So I think they need regular encouragement, if you will. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I think of the areas of my life I need to improve, whether it's a mentor that I need to grow my personal faith and the habits I need to make sure I read on a daily basis or the exercise I need to do daily and having a nutritionist or a trainer help me there. In business, it's really no different that it's someone to come in and help them understand and assess where they are from a behavior standpoint. The excitement is the change. The boring part is the daily ritual afterwards over and over again. But the excitement isn't really what wins the championships. It's those habits they put in place that you can both consistently maintain the improvements that you get, but that also you are continuously improving from that. That way you have a chance. You have to go backward and forward again. So I I encourage folks really, again, to block off the time that they need to get those things done, to set up their calendars, not just with the meetings that they need, but with the disciplines and habits they have to come through. How many times do they need to go and visit the workplace and really talk with their teammates and say, how are things going? What's going well for you and what could be going better? And then reflection is a powerful tool that a powerful discipline or tool that all leaders need to put in place on a regular basis, that they're assessing their own performance and saying, how am I doing in this space? And really looking at the things on a regular basis, whether it's weekly or monthly, what do I need to keep doing? What do I need to start doing? What do I need to stop doing to continuously improve in the role that I'm in? Well, and I think you you mentioned something there that's so important is to, to block the time in the space. Mm-hmm. Because when you're doing the kickoff project or the installation or the implementation project, like you said, there's the excitement and you're blocking time for that. That's kind of the obvious time to block, but it's the ongoing. It's the actual repeated habits. It's that, like you said, the ongoing assessment, the checking in, how is this going? I just watched the movie Miracle. I don't know if you're a hockey player with my two boys and you know, it was, it was, it's funny, you know, they kind of breeze through the training montage, you know, to get to, mm-hmm. but it's the training that enables that success to actually happen. That one of those, one of those scenes in that movie where they're, they're in the gym or in the, on the ice after a game and the coach is making them run back and forth and he makes them do it over and over again, because it's, it's not ingrained as to why they're doing it. If mm-hmm. they don't understand why they're doing it, then it'll just feel like the work that's going on. But if you've got a why outlined on the front side in terms of your choice, and you can understand that the reason I need to do this is bigger than where I was before and how I need to continue to grow, that's pretty powerful. Again, I think of this from a, a story standpoint of it, it just the, the, the individual, if you will, uh, has to make a choice. And those remaining the same if you will, is something that may result in regret and that making the discipline change you need to do outweighs, okay, that that, that, then the difficulty that'll take the change, the regret you'll have if you don't get better. Because many times people are doing okay when you talk to them, like, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm a little busy, but I'm okay. Mm -hmm. But okay is not what we're shooting for. It's uncommon that we're shooting for with regards to the leaders, you know, your audience and your listeners, I'm sure they're listening in because they want to grow. They want to get better and they want to be on a continuous lifelong learning journey. And for us to do that, 
we have to have the discipline because motivation only goes so far. We have to have the discipline to keep doing it over and over again. Yeah. Well, for the, you know, for the executives, for the leaders, the managers that are listening to this, that you work with, how, how do you recommend, or what are some of the first steps they need to be taking to making that connection for their people? So obviously I love the point that you made is they have to, for themselves, check in, assess that progress, be able to really understand, okay, well, how am I doing? Am I on track? Am I slipping in certain areas? So that personal assessment, but I loved what you highlighted about that scene in, in Miracle, which was, he was trying to not just, you know, get them to do, you know, training and work their legs, but he was trying to work their mind. He was trying to get them to see the why. So how are, are you helping or how are you seeing good leaders actually make that connection for their people? The why behind here are the things that you're doing every day versus here's where we really are going as an organization. No, I I love that. And I think it's one of the very first steps, if you will, in the journey in the seven step process that I really talk about is that decision. Mm -hmm. And part of that decision, you know, the term that I use is what's your, so that like, we're going to do all of these things, not because I just want you to do some discipline, make that happen, but we have an opportunity to be top in our marketplace. We have an opportunity to make a difference in, in people's lives. Okay. So we must change so that we make the difference that we believe we can make, you know, in miracle, if we stay on that, I mean, movies are great metaphors for leadership topics. Okay. Anyway, it wasn't really about the the game itself and the score, but it was the impact that those individuals are going to have the rest of their lives. And we they still have it. 1980 miracle was in 1980. And we still remember the USA chants that were going on to win that. That's the why is the letters across the front of the journey so that people understand it's bigger than themselves. That's so that for me is something just very, very powerful. I often use a construct or a framework on the front end that says, what's your opportunity or what's your problem? Therefore, you must change. But what's the reason? You know, just like when I made, went through my fitness journey in 2017, I couldn't do it just because I wanted to lose weight and change the number on the scale. Although keeping score is very important. It wouldn't have been quite the same. That movie wouldn't have been quite the same. They wouldn't have won the gold medal and they would not even made it to the medal round. So keeping score or dashboard is very important, but the true passionate why and what they can connect to as individuals to their purpose for achieving that is so important to put it together. That's so that absolutely. No, that's totally true. Well, that's going to, that's what's going to drive you through. Like you were talking about the, when the excitement dies down, right? So when, mm-hmm. when it becomes, oh gosh, well, maybe I'll just skip today or maybe I just. <laughs> absolutely. Ben Newman, uh, a, a coaching uh, organization that I, that I follow on Instagram or social media. And you got to have mentors in your life that'll help get there. It's hard to do it on your own. So you have mentors that help you. You have people in your life that help to hold you accountable, but he talks about it being the burn. What yeah. inside of you is driving you to continuously improve on a regular basis? Cause if it's just to hit a, a number, you'll lose that. You know, we got it coming up here in just a couple months, right? New year's resolutions are going to come up and people are going to hit the ground running in January and run out of steam because they just talked about the goal and didn't connect it to the why they need to do it. Mm-hmm. The so that that is the outcome, what they really want. That's so fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's okay. I might get there, but then if you backslide, you know, you're doing it all over again. Absolutely. So when you're, when you're thinking about, you know, some of the folks that you work with, what was, what were some of those trigger moments or what was the kind of indicators that someone might be ready for, help. You know what I mean? That this is something that they can't do themselves. Like they may have made the best effort, 
but it's really time to look for a coach or a support or a mentor. Well, you know, certainly again, the, the goal, even if you think about in terms of emulating leaders or looking for someone else to say, I would like to be there. And you look at where they've been, are you willing to do what they've done to do what they do to get to that level, whether it's being a writer, being a speaker, or being a college or professional athlete one day in terms of a goal, there's sacrifice that goes along with that. And when we can humble ourselves to understand that we really can't get there on, on our own, that's when we say we need someone to help. For me, it happened back, and I, I share this story often. I was sitting in a conference room, and it was all glass. I remember this like the day like it was yesterday. And it was back in 2003, and I was getting my performance review done, and I was the acting president of an organization wanting to grow into a president's role. And my mentor, who's still my mentor today, he was giving me that performance review almost 25 years ago, and he, and he I got a 2.3 on a scale of one, on one to five, five being the best score that you could get. And I, I got that. There was nothing untrue of the number or the feedback that he gave me, and I just sat there and as as a you know a mid thirties uh, young man, tears start rolling down my cheeks. I couldn't say anything, and t- and I just have these big alligator tears. And he says, "John, what what do you have to say?" I said, "I need help," because I wanted to get there, but I knew I couldn't get there on my own. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was that was the only way I was going to get there. So you know, we both work with an organization, and and Rory Vaden loves to say this: we are most powerfully positioned to help the person that we used to be. So I want to be the person that's helping out that guy that was in that seat with the performance review that he knew he could do better, but he just needed help to get there. He didn't know exactly how to get there. Mm-hmm. And I frankly also want to be that mentor on the other side and help that person to say, how am I helping someone as a coach get to that level that they want to? Like good coaches will help teams win games. Mm-hmm. Great coaches, though, will change lives for a longer time than that in terms of what they, And I want to be one of those great coaches. And I want individuals to think I want to be that uncommon person and not just someone that, that gets by on 40 hours a week. No, I think that's so powerful too, because the game is great, but the lasting impact is, is really what's so much more meaningful. Yeah. You don't, you don't remember kind of the team or the score or anything else. Yeah. What you remember is how you felt in mm-hmm. that with the people that you're working with, but mm-hmm. frankly, what others, how others made you feel as well. That's what you remember. Yeah. term. Well, I mean, I know just looking back at my career, you know, I don't remember necessarily every single project we were working on or, you know, every single annual report we wrote, but I very distinctly have that impression of the great leaders that I've met, Mm -hmm. you know, the great managers, the people who inspired me, who maybe even weren't my direct leader, but were maybe even in a cross-functional department, but made that impression on me that still, you know, decades later influences the way that I operate, influences the way that I manage, that I treat people, that I work with team members and collaborators. You remember um, those individuals. Absolutely. One of the things, you know, I, I define it as the greatest story ever told. My Angelo's famous quote is you won't remember what people said. You won't remember what they did, but you will remember how they, you, they made you feel. Mm-hmm. And when someone asks you to name, you know, four or five of the top people that have made a positive impact on your life and you write their name on that list, that's the greatest story ever told for them. Yeah. And I often encourage and inspire other leaders with the challenging question to say, who's going to write your name on their list? You may never know, but really, that's really what it's all about. The purpose is to influence and change lives. Mm -hmm. 
absolutely you want to win and keep score while you're getting there, but you're really working to change lives. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes we need help to get there because the fire can be there. The desire can be there. I, yes, I want that. I want someone to be writing my name on that list, you know, at some point in the future, but how, how do I get from here to there? And so that's when it's, it's, it takes courage to ask for help. I mean, to, for you to say that and to say that to your mentor at that moment and say, no, I, I want to do this. And maybe some part of you, I know that I say this to myself, I'm like, I'm smart enough. I should be able to figure this mm-hmm. out. It takes a lot of courage to be like, nope. <laughs> it absolutely takes a tremendous amount of, of, of humility to say that I need help. But I mean, who are we as coaches mm-hmm. to not believe that we need to be coached as well to continuously improve? Right. We've got to be out there. And again, some of those coaches we know that'll talk to us one on one and give us the feedback. Mm-hmm. Some of those coaches can be mentors that we don't know. We read their books on a regular basis. We, you know, take something from that book and try it, try it out as an experiment in our life. That's very important. Yeah. But but to think that we've arrived and are just gonna stay there and be relevant in the lives of others is is uh, very prideful and arrogant on our part, absolutely, if we if we were to do that. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Don, for, for having this discussion with me, for joining me here on Sticky Note Marketing. I know you may have, and I'm sure you have, inspired several, many of our listeners. Where is the best person place for them to, to connect with you, to follow up with you, to continue the conversation? Sure. Mary, well, again, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be on your podcast as well. It's a, it's a great gift that you've given me to be able to communicate with your listeners. A very, very traditional kind of places, but the, the best place for folks to go, especially if they might be interested in talking to me about some of the things that they are, is I have a free call that I'd be willing to do for your listeners. If they're interested, you go to coachjohngallagher.com forward slash free call, and they can set up a 30-minute call with me just to talk about the process that I utilize to help inspire, encourage, and equip. I also have a podcast myself that you'll be on here real soon that we'll be releasing, the Uncommon Leader Podcast. And I do a weekly newsletter that goes out with leadership tips that I've been reading about on a regular basis. So, Yep. Highly encourage everyone to go check out John's podcast as well. This, this transformation, he's able to help get you one more step closer to that uncommon leader. I think it's really, really powerful what you do, John. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your inspiration, ideas, stories with us today and looking forward to uh, connecting with you again soon. Thank you, Mary. And for everyone else, looking forward to seeing you on the next episode and the next installation of our guest expert series here on Sticky Note Marketing. Cheers.